in Russia, people are lining up for the very last Big Mac. And thieves return treasures that were stolen because they were having nightmares. And middle school children have been accused of sexual harassment for using wrong gender pronouns. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I got some weird news from around the world, like I always do on Tuesdays. Wee! Russians line up for the final Big Mac. Russians lined up in a Moscow train station today for what may be their last Big Mac from one of the very few McDonald's restaurants that's still open in the country. The world's largest burger chain is rolling down the shutters in Russia after more than 30 years, becoming one of the biggest global brands to leave Russia following their actions in Ukraine. McDonald's exit ends a chapter in the U.S. company's history that began when it started serving its burgers in Russia as a symbol of American capitalism. The company had already decided to temporarily close its restaurants in the country in March, as many of you know. Uh, this included the iconic Pushkin Square location in central Moscow, which broke global records when opening on January 31, 1990, as more than 30,000 people lined up around the block for Big Macs, costing three rubles at that time. There is a Russian woman in this story named Irina, and she's a big McDonald's fan. She says, sadly, McDonald's operates in few places now. I miss McDonald's, so when I go to St. Petersburg, I drop by and treat myself to Big Mac. Arena was lining up at the branch in Moscow's Leningradsky Station. It's one of the last places that you can grab a Big Mac in Russia, it seems. McDonald's plans to sell 84% of its nearly 850 restaurants in Russia to a local buyer. The future of the remaining McDonald's restaurants operated by franchisees is really unclear at this point. The new owners will not be allowed to use McDonald's name, logo, branding, and menu, sadly. Now, this leaves Russians worried that the quality of the food will also suffer. They got a quote from someone named Allah. She says, I like read yesterday that like McDonald's was closing soon and opening under like a new name. So I rushed here today to buy my favorite cheeseburger, milkshake, and fries. And I'm worried, like, what if like the quality gets like worse after the rebranding you know this is something to think about mcdonald's will retain its trademark in russia still which analysts say leaves the door open for an eventual return to the country in the meantime restaurants will start reopening in june under new ownership and new branding i wonder if we'll be seeing a mcdowell's huh mcdowell's do you guys know this reference it's uh, coming to america anybody eddie murphy all right. Now, in the past few years, McDonald's has become one of the most affordable and quick lunch options in Russia, uh, based on The Economist magazine's Big Mac Index, which shows purchasing power parity. The ruble was the most undervalued currency in early February 2022. Here's a quote from Ivan. Standing in a queue for a while is nothing to be afraid of. If one remembers how long we stood in the 90s, Let's remind ourselves today of a taste of the West. What a great quote to end this story on. And let me just make a brief comment on the situation. I think it's very sad that Russians have to watch McDonald's brand leave their country along with others as well. Uh, brands from other places that I'm sure they really enjoy. And it 
it brings them happiness. And now they have to go without because some powerful men have a disagreement. And it's just, it's very sad. But it um, also reminds me to appreciate the little things that I have in life. You know, and, and you should think about that as well. The things that we take for granted. You know, it's stories like this that remind me, wow, I'm really lucky, you know. I can go get me some nuggets if I want, um, among other things. That's, that's just lovely. Thieves returned a stolen treasure because they were fed up with their scary dreams. A gang of thieves have returned more than a dozen idols that they stole from an ancient Hindu temple in India. Uh, they said that they had been haunted by nightmares they were having since committing this crime, according to the police. Last week, the group of thieves stole a total of 16 statues made of precious metals such as silver. They were taken from a 300-year-old temple to Lord Balaji. You guys know Lord Balaji, right? He's the incarnation of the Hindu god Vishnu. Duh, everybody knows Lord Balaji. You don't take from Lord Balaji if you know what's up. It's like King Tut and the curse. You take from Lord Balaji, you're cursed with nightmares. Everybody knows that. Silly thieves. Now, the police inspector claims that on Monday night, the thieves returned and left 14 of these items near the house of the temple's chief priest in Chitrakoot district. They also left behind a confession letter in which the thieves said that they were returning these idols because, quote, they were having scary dreams. They also begged for forgiveness in the note. The thieves at no point in the letter identified themselves, but they said, quote, we have not been able to sleep, eat, and live peacefully. We are fed up with the scary dreams and are returning your valuables. We beg for forgiveness. All right, well, I mean, I like your attempt, but you've only returned 14 of the 16 items. I don't think Lord Balaji is going to be pleased with this. And your nightmares may continue, guys. So, like, bring back the other two items is what I'm saying. <laughs> you begging for forgiveness? Come on now. And by the way, what an effective security system. Curses? We got to figure this out. You know, enough with car alarms. Those are dumb, right? And I still see car alarms in the world. Stupid. No, we, we're gonna, we need curse. Curses. Like, you take my stuff, you get cursed with, I don't know, constipation for a whole month. <laughs> Like, if thieves were cursed with constipation, they would bring back the items right away after like a week of that, you know? Be very effective. Or like, what about an ED curse? Like, erectile dysfunction for you if you steal my treasures. I don't know how to do this. I, I need to hook up with a spellcaster, but seems like a very effective way to ward off thieves, doesn't it? <laughs> it's hard to believe that there's this sort of superstition still floating around. And I wonder if it's actually true. Were they really having nightmares uh, like related to that? Or was it just their own conscious like working on them? You know, you ever do something wrong and your conscious just like sort of aches? You're, like you just feel really bad about it? Like in other words, there's no paranormal intervention. It's just their own mind torturing them as it should for doing something wrong, especially against Lord Balaji. Everybody knows you don't take from Lord Balaji, bro! Middle school students are accused of sexual harassment for using incorrect gender pronouns. Three Wisconsin boys are facing sexual harassment charges from their middle school over accusations that they used incorrect gender pronouns on a fellow student. 
this is a sort of thing we're having to grapple with in our culture right now. Uh, I didn't know you could be accused of sexual harassment for using the incorrect words. That seems a little strict to me. I think the linguist police are getting a little strict here is what I'm saying. Let's get some more information, though, and find out if this is deserving. Here's a quote from the mother named Rosemary about what's happened to her son. I received a phone call from the principal over at the school letting me know that I was going to receive an email with sexual harassment allegations against my son, Brayden. I went into shock. I'm thinking, sexual harassment, that's rape. That's inappropriate touching. What has my son done? I was very upset. But none of these concerns that she had were the actual issue. Instead, her 13-year-old son, Brayden, was accused of using incorrect pronouns to address another student at the middle school. I couldn't believe this. I thought this wasn't real. I thought this has to be a joke, right? One of these has nothing to do with the other. This was sexual harassment we're talking about. Now her son and two other boys are being charged by the school officials with Title IV violations, which prohibits gender-based harassment. The incident in question reportedly took place in March when a student announced a preference for they and them to identify them. Uh, the mother said that the new pronoun preference caused some confusion for her son, and she instructed him at that time to just address the student by their name instead. It's plural. It doesn't make sense to my son. I said so. I said just call them by the names. Now the parents are calling on the charges to be dismissed through an attorney. There's an, a, quote from the, a quote from the attorney here. This is not sexual harassment under Title IX under their own policy under federal law, and it's probably a First Amendment violation, almost certainly if that's their theory, that solely using the wrong pronoun, that that would be a First Amendment violation. All right, I'm confused now. I don't even know what this attorney's saying. Uh, it just seems silly to me that one could be charged with sexual harassment for something like this. Sexual harassment is extremely serious, and doesn't that stay on your record for a long time? It can seep into your social media profiles, not your social media profiles, but let's say your Google searches. It, it could be attached to you for years on a Google search, I'd imagine, when at the end of the day, you technically didn't really sexually harass somebody. You just didn't obey the linguistic rules that have been laid out for us, and some of us are not really able to even fully understand these new linguistic rules, such as 13-year-olds, like young kids. How do they get this? It's not easy. Well, this is a nightmare. I don't know what you do about this. I'm, I'm not a parent. I wouldn't even know what to tell my child. Uh, it's very confusing, though, for kids. The changes that are going on in the culture right now, they're pretty complicated. To expect children to completely understand it, you know, especially at the age of 13 or 12 or whatever, I think is, I think it's unreasonable. And I don't think you should be filing sexual harassment lawsuits against children for not getting with the proper pronouns. This is going to take time for all this to play out. We're at the beginning stages of it. Meanwhile, give the kids at least a break, all right? Let them sort of figure it out. <laughs> I don't think this is solving any problems with sexual harassment cases on children. That's just my opinion. Maybe you disagree. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Yay! Hello, and thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to this Tuesday episode of Weird AF News. You know, there are more podcasts out there than galaxies, I think, I think. And therefore, I'm so grateful that you chose to spend a little time with mine today. So thank you, listener. 
really, really appreciate you, and I hope you'll continue to listen. Please subscribe and rate the podcast if you can. I got a nice rating from someone on Apple Podcasts named Bug Juice. Really cool name, Bug Juice. I got five stars from Bug Juice. That's fabulous, because I'm happy with three, to be honest with you. Five is great. Bug Juice wrote me a nice little blurb here. It just It just says, it is a good podcast. And I love that. It's short, sweet, right to the point, and pretty accurate. It's a good podcast. I mean, it's not great. It's good, you know, not great, good. I like that. If you guys want to leave me a review, you can do it on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes, also on Amazon as well, and Spotify. You can click on, you can't write a review, but you can give me five stars, so just please, if you're listening on Spotify, just quickly click five stars. That's super helpful for, I'm, well, I'm really not sure, but I think it's helpful. <laughs> I really don't know how these things play out. I, I honestly don't, if they're good or not. They just make me feel good, you know? I like ratings. Uh, if you want to support the show by joining the Patreon or uh, buying me a cup of coffee, that's pretty easy. Go to weirdafnews.com, the official website. Click on the Patreon banner or the Buy Jonesy a Cup of Coffee banner. Or go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and you can join that way. Um, I'm going to be putting some content in the Patreon today, as a matter of fact. And I put some more names up on the wall here. The last few people that joined the the Patreon, the, their names are up on the wall, so I'm going to take a photo of this and post it within the Patreon so you guys can see your names up there. I'm missing cities from people, though. If you could just let me know what city you're in. I like to look at my wall and be like, oh, look at everyone around the world likes it. Kind of. Yeah, not everyone, but, you know. It's just nice to see, like, like I have listeners and supporters from all over the earth. That's just, I never thought this would happen, so that's pretty dope. I like that. I look at my wall, and it makes me feel happy inside. You know, not a lot of things make me feel like that. And this, this wall definitely does, I have to say. Um, anyways, I'm rambling. I'm rambling on and on like that Led Zeppelin song. Okay, uh, if you want to call, you have the number. If you'd like to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me articles if you come across them. I'm always down with that. And if you'd like to follow me on social medias, it's at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. So pretty easy. Love to hear from you and hope you're having a lovely day.